The Bees, Bulldogs, and Warriors all improve to 1-0 with shutout victories. Monterey readies for another big test in Week 2. And the Cookville and Livingston rebuilds meet at Tennessee Tech. Welcome back on the High School Playbook. Joined now by head coach Taylor Hennigan of the Cookville Cavaliers football program. Coach, a 34-0 loss against the Upperman Bees last Thursday at Tech. And uh, I want to get into the game in a little bit. But before I get into that, I just want to ask you personally, what were the emotions for you being the head coach for your alma mater in the first game? Yeah, a, a lot of pride, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of people that have impacted me and um, had a positive impact on me that, that are involved in this program and my time here. So uh, a lot of pride, you know, just really just since I started in January and, and uh, obviously uh, very thankful for the opportunity. Now, I'm sure obviously not the way you guys wanted the game to go. However, the first quarter, very competitive. It was scoreless, and then the Bees didn't even score until eight minutes to go in the second quarter. Take me through the game, and especially through that first half and then on into the second half. I, what kind of, not necessarily went wrong, but where did the Bees start to take over in that one? Yeah, you know, I think, um, you know, for me, uh, I, I did think we started the game relatively well. I thought we missed some some opportunities in the first first half to put some points on the board. Um, I, I thought we had some explosive play opportunities um, to to put some points and yardage up, but uh, you know didn't take advantage of some some throws and some some opportunities with some guys open down the field. So uh, I thought it was a good start. Uh, obviously. Um, you know, really defensively, our our issues were kind of self-inflicted. Uh, obviously, they've got a great team, very well coached, a lot of talent. Um, they they played well. I thought we really didn't play very well, and uh, you know, it's both both frustrating, um, but at the same time, uh, can be encouraging just because there's so many things that uh, I didn't think we did well from an alignment standpoint. From um, you know, really seeing and, uh, you know, understanding what we were getting. We're, we're extremely young, um, really at every position, just from not necessarily a, a grade perspective, but an experience perspective. We, we played, I think, six linebackers in the game, and only one of them had ever played in a varsity game before. Um, you know, and, and really, other than a couple of secondary guys, that was consistent on defense. So, you know, I expect us to get better. I know there's a lot of things that I can do better. There's a lot of things our staff has talked about. Um, but really, as the game went on, our alignment and just some some really some things that we did not control that, that really had nothing to do with the game itself or, you know, the circumstance of the opponent or whatever, that, that hurt us, um, especially defending the run, uh, which – Again, I expect to get cleaned up and hopefully improve, and and you know hopefully we can start doing that today. Coach, I, I did want to ask you that too. You've been in the college ranks for quite a few years now. Back in the high school ranks, uh, about a, almost a decade ago with White County, what, what was that transition like for you? Finally, being back on a high school sideline compared to college, uh, uh, just the last year. Yeah, um, I, you know, there's some differences. Obviously, the biggest difference is I'm the head coach now, and so it's it's a a lot more overseeing and um, in charge of everything where before it was more of a special teams or, or defensive backfield kind of um, area focus for me. So uh, different experience, but as far as the, um, you know, the feel of being on the sideline, it was the same. And, and to be honest with you, it was great atmosphere and, and obviously a venue that I've been in uh, quite a bit, but 
Um, I thought the atmosphere for our kids and, and just the, the surrounding of the game was awesome. So uh, not a whole lot different, to be honest with you, just from a, from a setting standpoint. We're talking with head coach Taylor Hennigan of the Cookville Cavaliers right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach Livingston Academy again this week, and again, you get a play at Tech, and you just mentioned very comfortable there. Uh, just take me through, uh, before we get into that matchup, what is the focus in practice this week? I know you had mentioned uh, defensively, it seemed like the alignment as the game wore on uh, was kind of an issue. Is that the main point of, of focus, or what else are you guys looking at in practice this week? Yeah, certainly there's there's a lot. That's a big one. Um, I think just some spacing things on offense. Um, you know, I thought I really thought our offensive line, I'm not sure it was reflected well as far as the game went, but our offensive line after seeing the film, um, you know, created some things that I don't think we took advantage of from a running back perspective. So some things offensively we've got to clean up in the running game. Um, you know, like I said, defensively, I think a lot of it was alignment and just experience for our linebackers of, of kind of knowing what to expect based on offensive formation or what, you know, what we've gotten throughout the game. So uh, some of it is just going to take time and take repetition. Um, and then some of it is we've got to do a better job, uh, you know, coaching it and, and getting our guys to understand, you know, why we ask them to do certain things. So um, there's a long list of things that we need to improve, starting with me, but uh, certainly those are a couple that we'll focus on today. Well, let's talk about the matchup coming up on Friday against the Livingston Academy Wildcats. Of course, the Wildcats uh, struggled last year, go winless. They lost their first game to White County, 48-0. to Your guys' lone win, of course, you weren't with the program, but the team's lone win last year was against this Wildcats team. And it seems like uh, similar teams in the sense that you mentioned some inexperience on your squad and the Wildcats kind of the same way. What do you know about Livingston this year? Yeah, I know uh, they've got coaches that, do it for the right reasons that care that that are good coaches um you know it's hard for me to compare previous years or uh whatever other than just watching watching film on previous years but um you know really this this year is different for for us it's different for them um new people new new people doing some different things so um i know from from my perspective what i saw what the message for our team is They've got some athletic kids, athletic quarterback. They've got a running back that runs really hard, um, and they really moved the ball last week on on White County. They obviously didn't produce very similar to kind of how we started the game. Um, it didn't show up on on the scoreboard, but um, if they protect the ball, uh, again similar to to what I could say about us, if they protect the ball, they didn't really have trouble moving it. Um, they just got to be able to finish drives. So it's not a I don't think the score is reflective of, of their their team or anything. So we've got a challenge of, you know, making sure that we've got to fix what we need to fix. Um, so a lot of the focus is on us. Um, but the first thing I noticed was their offense's ability to, to create some, some issues for the defense. Coach, for you playing at Tech for the second straight week, is it almost uh, kind of fun for you to kind of ease into that head coaching position and you get to play at your other alma mater as well for the first two weeks? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I guess I've done so much there. I played there, coached there, and even before that, just grew up going to, to Tech so many times. Um, I guess it's a little bit different for, for me and my family, but um, it is fun. You know, a lot of people that that I know that are still there and that are around from players and coaches that 
um, that I saw before the game and after the game. So it, I know our players enjoy playing there. Um, there's a lot of history there. And so uh, obviously a great facility. So um, uh, it is exciting. I'll, I'll be excited to uh, to play here at home. We, we, we like our facility here too. But um, again, just a good opportunity to, to, to play in the Division One stadium. Head coach Taylor Hennigan with the Cookville Cavaliers right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. They're getting set to take on the Livingston Academy Wildcats coming up on Friday. Coach Hennigan, we appreciate the time as always. Thank you for having me. Welcome back on the High School Playbook. Joined now by head coach Bruce Lamb of the Clay County Bulldogs football program. Coach, big win over Jackson County. First game of the season, 40-0 on Friday. Scoreless first quarter, but you guys were able to turn it on in the end. Just take me through that game. What were your thoughts on the win last Friday? Well, we started a little slow. Of course, we're trying to fill each other out, you know, as in our coaches are trying to fill out players and our players trying to fill out how we call games. And because uh, all new to all of us right now, and, and uh, you know our kids reacted well, and and they did exactly what we wanted them to do. They executed when, when we needed to, and and we got off to a good start. Coach, you had mentioned to me. Uh, I asked you about the defense last time we had talked, and how you just really didn't want to mess them up. Well, you get a shutout first game of the season. How proud were you? I guess of yourself to not mess them up, but then just for the team to play so well on the defensive side of the ball. Well, you know, Coach Dickerson does a great job and, and gets them in the right place at the right time. And, and it showed on Friday night, you know, we, we smothered the ball. I think they ended up with uh, less than 100 yards total offense. But, uh, you know, we did a great job. Our kids didn't miss tackles. They, they, they made the play. They were there. And, and uh, I was just very proud of what they did. Did it feel like the game plan that you guys put out, they pretty much stuck to it? And, I mean, as far as positives go, did it seem like a victory that, that you like to see out there on the field? Absolutely. You know, anytime it's hard to fault 40 to nothing. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we watch film, and you see a lot of things that we can correct. Uh, correct. So it, it could be a lot better than that. Uh, you know, we got a lot of things that we need to work on this week and, and work on ourselves and getting better. Okay, well, let's focus on those a little bit. Take me through what's a couple of things that, that you guys saw in the film that you will be focusing on in practice. Uh, the biggest thing is finishing plays. Uh, you know, sometimes I think that you uh, you think the play's over with and, and you kind of let up and, and uh, let people get into you where they don't need to be and, and places where they don't need to be at any time. But, you know, our kids, we've we got to do that. We've got to finish plays and we've got to work on our footwork a little bit. Coach, does it seem like you're starting to, you know, you mentioned you were still trying to learn some of the names last time, some of the names of just the people in the school as well, but does it seem like you're meshing with the guys a little better as you get through this first week of the season? Absolutely, and that'll just increase each week, you know, as we go by. You know, these kids don't didn't know me, they didn't know Coach Maynard, uh, didn't know Coach Kate, so, you know, it's a, it's a learning process, and it gets better each day. We're talking with head coach Bruce Lamb of the Clay County Bulldogs right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you get uh, Clinton County coming up on Friday. Uh, Clinton County out of Kentucky, I should say. A team that uh, Clay County has beaten the last two times they've played in a couple of shutouts in those two games. And they fell to Wayne County this past Friday up in Kentucky. What What do you know about Clinton County? Not a lot. <laughs> Not a lot. Uh, you know, they are... Uh, they're, they're a decent football team. I, I watched them. they got a really good quarterback who can run, two big running backs, and they do, do a lot of different things on, on offense and defense. So, you know, it, it'll be a challenge for us to get ready and get prepared for these guys. 
Coach, early on in the season, is it more so focusing on yourselves and practice than really game planning for the other team, or do you still game plan pretty well for the other team? Well, you, you try to game plan, but the biggest thing is that you, you, you hit the nail on the head when you got to you got to make yourself better. Um, it, it, and you're not going to be any better if you don't make yourself better. So we work on ourselves and what we do uh, more than we do what another team does, and we try to get prepared that way. And you know, we'll throw some of the stuff in there that the other team does, but you know, mostly it's about working about uh, each other and, and getting ourselves better. Lastly, Coach, on the road for the second straight week to start the season, uh, does that matter to you guys at all? Would you rather play at home, or does it really matter where you guys play your football games? These young men just want to play. They don't care where it's at, when it is. They're ready to play, ready to play and, and uh, excited about it. You know, excited to hit somebody else instead of each other. And uh, they just want to go play. And, and, and the coaches, it doesn't matter to us either. We just want to go and, and stay healthy and, and uh you know, come out and do the best we can. Head coach Bruce Lamb with the Clay County Bulldogs, a 40-0 win over Jackson County in Week 1, taking on Clinton County of Kentucky coming up on Friday. Coach Lamb, we appreciate the time as always. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Welcome back on the High School Playbook. Joined now by head coach Scott Hughes of the Monterey Wildcats football program. They took down a good Cannon County team in game number one, 50-14 on the road. Coach, a game that you guys were trailing 14-7. to how'd the, how'd the team kind of turn that one around and get ahead? Well, you know, we had some seniors that uh, took their leadership very serious. And uh, for the first time in a while, you know, it was something that as coaches, uh, we didn't have to address mistakes. We had some seniors uh, that went to the front and, uh, you know, stood in front of the team and, and kind of, I don't want to say rallied the troops, but, but they're, they're our captains for a reason. And uh, it, it made it something instead of, coach having to address it um you know our kids did and and they played for each other and and they all got on the same page there and and understood that you know it, it was important to everybody coach a, a huge game for mason bowman one of those seniors that you were you had mentioned over 300 yards rushing with four touchdowns he also had three catches for 40 yards how nice was that to see your senior get going and and just the offense in general kind of click it on all cylinders well, it was good to see our offense get going. Um, you know, at one point we had, I think, six sophomores on the field, uh, maybe seven for some snaps. And, and you know, to see those guys uh, get quality time and, and have success was big. And, and, you know, it was one of those things. I mean, Mason had 22 carries. Uh, he's a guy that uh, has meant a lot to our program. He, he's a senior and and he's a young man that's done a lot in his time. And uh, it, it's something that, uh, you know, we know everybody is, is trying to figure out a way to stop him. And, uh, you know, we, we, we understand that. And we've got to be creative with what we do. But Mason's a phenomenal young man, and, and he works extremely hard. And he, he's well-deserved of everything he gets. Coach, what makes his game so good? Obviously, you mentioned just the 22 carries for him and over 300 yards is pretty phenomenal, but uh, is there something just to his game where he knows what holes to hit or just an athlete and it just kind of has a knack for the game? Well, his his vision and balance are, are second to none. And, um, you know, when you, when you look at the body of work that he has, his character on and off the field is, is something that I, I would put anybody up against. And, you know, he does it in school. He, he's a phenomenal student. Um, and, and then that carries over. And, and he's just a young man that works tirelessly. Uh, you know, it's nothing for him to get up after a game and, 
and be in the gym again at, at six o'clock on Saturday morning to, to increase flexibility or, or to increase his speed. And, and he's done that for four years. He's, he done it when he was in middle school. He's a guy that is, uh, ultimately dedicated to the game and dedicated to his craft. And, and then when you see the body of work that he has and the success that he has, uh, it, you know, it, it goes hand in hand. We're talking with head coach Scott Hughes of the Monterey Wildcats right here on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. They took down Cannon County 50-14 to in game number one in week one. Coach, getting ready for Cumberland County coming up on Friday, but when you look back at that last game against the Lions, what's a couple of things that you guys picked out that you're working on in practice this week? <laughs> Whew, that's a great question. There's not <laughs> enough time in our practice schedule to correct everything that we got to fix. Um, you know, we're playing a bunch of young guys and, and so the mental aspect of it, the, the technique, the fundamentals, um, and the focus is all huge to us, uh, every day. Uh, and, and, you know, when you're playing, you know, six, seven, eight sophomores at a time, uh, man, it, it's baby steps every day and, uh, we're just trying to get better every day and, and they're working hard, but, uh, you know, we've got to mature, uh, both mentally and physically, and that that's something that is is very hard to do, and and that's something that we continue to talk about all the time is just the maturity level and the focus that we have to have every day. Coach, you had mentioned uh, the last time we had talked, uh, you like to schedule these bigger opponents, especially early on in the year. In Cumberland County, going to be another one of those, and uh, another one of them going on the road. They fell to Whitwell in game number one. Uh, what do you know about the Jets this week as you prepare for them? Well, I know they're a 4A school, um, you know, hovering probably around a 1,000 students, maybe more. Um, and we're a 2A, so, you know, obviously uh, 4A versus 2A, 4A should always win, or or at least in my book they should. Um, just just the sheer number and, and the amount of student-athletes that they're going to have, um, you know, so they, they should, you know, they should be favored over us, and, and you know, rightfully so. Um, they do a great job of, of – you know what they do coach for Paskey, a, a dear friend of mine that, that I worked together with for for a long time and, and coach Ott, uh is another young man that uh is a great coach top level coach uh so their coaching staff is is great and and they're going to have a great scheme and when you watch the film on them uh that that game Friday night was nothing of an indication of what the score was uh Cumberland County controlled the football the whole night you know they're big and physical and athletic and, and the kind of everything that right now sometimes we're not up front. And uh, so that really worries me. But, you know, when I watch the film more and more, uh, that score Friday night was nothing like what, what the scoreboard shows. And, and that's something that we're trying to preach to our young men that, you know, you don't look at the score, you watch the film, watch, watch what they do, watch their movement, watch, watch how they play and uh, and don't worry about scores. And if we can do that, then hopefully we can make this game close and have a shot. And if we don't, then uh, it's going to be a long ride back home for us. Coach, you mentioned that long ride back home. Your first three games on the road and some pretty good rides, of course, Cannon County Week 1, Crossville here in Week 2. Does it bother you guys at all that they're on the road for the first three games or they just kind of want to play football? It doesn't matter where it's at. Uh, you know, we, we kind of set up our preseason to where we're on the road. We, we kind of set up our preseason to where we always have really good competition, uh, to, to try to mentally get to this point. And, and, you know, it's not only for week one and week two, it's for the end of the season. It, it's for the grind and, and how you handle business and, and being able to get on and off the bus with a different focus. Uh, 
you know, most people will tell you it's different playing at home because you don't have to get on a bus. You know, your routine is a little bit different when you when you're on the road, and and so we try to set our preseason up with scrimmages and things of that nature uh, to get used to that, and and then also to put our young men in environments. Um, you know, that, that are difficult. You know, this year we scrimmaged at Trousdale and, and in the past we've went to Upperman. In the past we've went to Clay. Um, you know, we, we try to get in as many of those competitive environments as we can, uh, to try to simulate what we're going to have to go through in the regular season when it really gets tough and when your back's against the wall. Well, a good start to the season on the road, taking down Cannon County in week one as the Monterey Wildcats getting ready to take on the Cumberland County Jets coming up in week two. That's head coach Scott Hughes right here on the High School Playbook. Coach Hughes, we appreciate the time as always. Uh, thank you guys very much for having me on. Welcome back on the High School Playbook. Joined now by head coach Derwin Wright of the York Institute Dragons. Coach, 28-14 to loss to Bledsoe County on Friday. Before we get into the game, though, uh, just take me through. How did it feel to be back on the sidelines for the Dragons? Well, I've, you know, I enjoyed it. It's not the way we wanted to start out, but uh, you know, it was it was nice to be back and be on the sideline and just that Friday night atmosphere. Take me through the game now. I mean, it looked like a pretty competitive one. You mentioned obviously not the way you wanted it yeah. to finish out, but within a couple of possessions, I, what what went on in the game? Well, first quarter, you know, first uh, they 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 took the ball. We kicked off to them and 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 stuffed them, and they punted, and we mishandled the punt and gave them the ball right back. We set up their first score, and uh, they got their first score off of that mishandled turnover, and then the next score come off the turnover. So we spotted them fourteen to nothing, and then the, you know then we started putting some some drives together. Actually, in the third, got it back fourteen fourteen, and. Uh, had a couple opportunities, but uh, just lost the turnover battle in a bad way. We had five on the night, and mm. you know, you're just not going to go. You're not going to win anywhere doing that. So, got some things we got to clean up. Uh, I was overall pleased with a lot of our kids and their efforts, uh, but uh, just making making too many mental mistakes. I did want to ask, as far as positives go, you mentioned how you guys got it back to 14 all. Take me through the positives of the game. Who who did play well or what went well in the game for you guys? Well, I thought I thought uh, Miles left you played pretty well, and uh, and and at times the offensive line did a, did a good job protecting him. And then times we had some breakdowns, but uh, thought uh, uh, Caden Stover ran the ball pretty well for us overall. Uh, Aiden Sweat Thomas, uh, he was our leading receiver, made some tough catches. Uh, so, you know, there were, there were, there were some bright spots, but we just, you know, like I went back to, just too many, too many, uh, mental errors. Well, take me through practice this week. You mentioned uh, the turnovers, the issue in that last game. How do you try to combat that, at least in practice, and kind of work on that so that they don't happen this upcoming Friday? Reps, reps, and reps, and just, just, you know, try to, Work on it and work on what you weren't smooth in, what things that you were making mistakes. And uh, on the defensive side, we made some alignment mistakes and just go back to basics and, and, and you know, play our base defense and, and be fundamental and just several things that, you know, we, we did to ourselves. And, and Bledsoe's got a good running game. They've got, they've got a good football team. But, you know, we made some alignment mistakes and things like that that cost us 
We're talking with head coach Derwin Wright of the York Institute Dragons right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, in practice this week, you're getting ready for Jackson County coming up on Friday. They just fell to Clay County 40-0. to uh, Team last played them in 2020, lost 8-0. to You last saw them back in 2019 and beat them 26-14. to What do you know about the Blue Devils this year? We've traded some film with each other, and, uh, you know, they're they're – multiple in their offense they're anywhere from a spread to doing some stuff in the wing t so got got a couple good little running backs they've got one passing quarterback looks like one running quarterback uh you know so and and got some size uh not a bad looking team uh you know they uh they played clay county in the first quarter to zero to zero and then they just made a mistake or two similar to you know what we did and i think Kind of, we we never quit Friday night, but I think that last score, you know, kids kind of knew it was over. And you always want to work hard to keep uh, keep your head up and just fight to the end. But uh, uh, you know, Jackson County is very multiple in what they do, so it'll be tough to prepare for. Coach, I've, I've asked a couple of other coaches this already this week, but as far as early on in the season, you're already through week one, preparing for week two. In practice, how much is it you guys just focusing on yourselves, or how much is it you're also game planning for the team you're playing that week? Well, right now, you know, between game one and two, we're taking the things that we did wrong, and we're really focusing on it uh, as much. But you know, you've still got to you've still got to put you know, uh, uh, quite a bit of time on the game plan and who you're playing. Coach, it's uh, going to be your first time in a home game since 2019, obviously on the road last week. How excited are you to be playing back in Jamestown again? Oh, I'm excited about that. We, uh, we're, we're, we're just, you know, I love our home crowd. And, you know, everybody rolls the sidewalks up comes to the game. We're hoping to have a big crowd out Friday night for this first home opener. It'll be a fun one for the York Institute Dragons getting ready to take on Jackson County coming up on Friday. That's head coach Derwin Wright with the York Institute Dragons right here on the High School Playbook. Coach, we appreciate the time as always. Yes, sir. Thank you. We'll go back on the High School Playbook. Joined now by head coach Adam Kane of the Upperman Bees football program. Coach, good win over Cookville last Thursday, 34-0. A little bit of a slow start with a scoreless first quarter, but finally got it going with about 8.27 to go in the second. What do you think finally got the offense going in that ball game? I guess, uh, you know, I guess we just finally got comfortable in the game. Um, you know, week one, it's uh, sometimes it's a bit of a struggle to uh, manage the emotions and the, you know the jitters and that kind of stuff and uh, you know we cost ourselves with a little five-yard procedure penalty on the first drive and then the second second drive I believe that was the second time we touched the ball we uh, you know we're able to settle in and, and you know block some people and you know open some holes and and uh, you know I think that um I think a lot of it had to do with just kind of settling in and being able to play. Jackson Rollins, obviously a huge game in that one, 189 yards on just 24 carries and four touchdowns, and then had the pick on the defensive side of the ball. In terms of his game, then just in terms of the team win, what did you think of the team's performance in the win? Yeah, you know, I was pleased. Um you know, you're you're always got some question marks week one. Um, you know, we got five or six guys on both sides of the ball that are that are relatively new to playing, and so uh, you, you lean on your veteran guys, and 
And, uh, you know, Jackson Rollins is uh, definitely one of those uh, veterans. And, um, you know, he he has a way of, uh, you know, he raises, he's always uh, able to raise his level of play, you know, due to what the team needs. And, and usually the guys kind of follow his lead on that sort of thing. And I don't think um, – I think the other night that was pretty evident that uh, when his intensity level got up, everybody else kind of followed suit. So that was pretty cool. It's good to have a guy like that on your team. And, and uh, you know, hopefully he can continue to do that and we can continue to do that. Coach, you had mentioned to me in our preview interview about how you wanted the team to get on to a little bit of a hotter start this season, just in terms of the season. Does it seem like this win against Cookville is maybe more ahead of schedule than where they were at the beginning of last season? I guess uh, probably from an offensive standpoint, I would probably say so. Um, You know, I don't want to get way ahead of myself. I don't know, you know, exactly how good Cookville is or how good we are or, or um, anything like that. But, you know, our, our production, especially in the run game um, last week, was way ahead of where we were, um, you know, in that game a year ago. So I would say maybe from an offensive execution standpoint, we're maybe a little ahead, but uh, it's too hard to tell, too early to tell, you know, exactly where we are right now. We're talking with head coach Adam Kane of the Upperman Bees football program right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Uh, coach, you mentioned how it, you, you offensively, a little bit of ahead, of ahead of schedule possibly. Defensively, what do you think on that side of the ball and what are you guys focusing on in practice this week? Yeah, you know, it's kind of, it's really peculiar defensively. You know, the stats look good and and everything like that, but it, it was almost like a, a fluke of a game. I don't, I don't think we were on the field for, you know, 25 plays. Um, you know, they had 12 play drive to, to begin the game and, uh, you know, got the ball into, you know, to our 30 yard line and we were able to get a stop. Um, but after that, I don't think they played 15 plays of offense. And, uh, so, you know, it wasn't really a big enough uh, sample size to really tell if we're any good or, or if, you know, the new guys are ready to go. Um, I fully expect this weekend um, with Trousdale County and, the, you know, they're running a wing tee and a little bit of hybrid wing tee stuff, and they're really going to challenge you with the run game. And so it'll be a great test to see you know, if some of these guys are uh, new new players, if, if they're ready to, you know, meet the physicality and that sort of thing. So, you know, um, I, I'm excited about, you know, seeing, uh, seeing if they'll step up to the challenge and uh, hopefully we can, you know, have some success with it. Coach, how does that change things for you guys defensively getting ready to take on that wing tee offense of Trousdale County? Yeah, it's a drastic change. You know, the, the, uh, our first opponent, you know, maybe it was new and we, we didn't know a whole ton about them, but we kind of had an idea. And just, just from a preparation standpoint, you know, their offense, Cookville's offense was something that we could, you know, instead of having to draw a bunch of cards and, and, you know, show your, your scout team, exactly what you want them to do you can kind of call the plays um you know in your own terminology and it makes everything flow a lot easier so the first thing we've had to do this week is 
you know, draw the cards up of what we were, you know, what we want to rep against and then kind of, uh, you know, take 15, 20 minutes yesterday, you know, coaching our players on how to, you know, run their offense. And so, you know, in order to get any kind of look, you got to kind of practice what they do, which, which does take a, you know, a good bit of time out of your schedule, out of your day. Um, it's a drastically different offense and, uh, you know, they operate from under center the majority of the time. And, and that's a, that's a difference for us. So, you know, from preparation to, to game day, it's going to be a drastically different deal. They're, they're, uh, you know, I think okay with three yards and a cloud of dust and going for it on fourth down. And, and that poses some problems as well. Um, you know, so we're, we're going to have to be good in our run fits and our reads. And, uh, you know, we're going to have to be good tacklers because they got really good backs running the football. Head coach Adam Kane with the Upperman Bees right here on the high school playbook. They're 1-0 on the season after taking down Cookville 34-0 on Thursday. And they get Trousdale County at home coming up on Friday. Coach Kane, we appreciate the time as always. Okay, appreciate it, guys. Welcome back on the High School Playbook. Joined now by head coach Steve Trapp of the DeKalb County Tigers football program. Coach, a big win over Warren County on Friday in week number one, 35-34. A game that you guys were trailing by 14 points with under seven minutes to play. Uh, I got to start it off. How did you guys get the job done in that ball game? Uh, really just a lot of credit to our guys. You know, They just stuck with it. There were uh, you know plenty of opportunities for us to we lose our mind a little bit and then not continue to play. We know we, we definitely played hard enough to win that football game and fortunate that we did, but, you know, we made a handful of mistakes that put us in that situation. And, uh, but like I said, our defense really come up big. They had a, you know, a couple three and outs right there at the end that, you know, if we didn't get, you know, it would have been a lot harder to, to do that, you know, so yeah, down 14, there was, you know, 640 left to go. Uh, you know, our offense moved the ball, and we moved the ball all night long, but just, you know, we had three turnovers that really hurt us, had some costly penalties on first down that killed some drives, and uh, we never punted in the game, you know, so we were moving it. Uh, we just shot ourselves in the foot a little bit. Uh, same way, you know, special teams really paid out big force, uh, but they also hurt us also. But really just the guys sticking with it, having the mindset, you know, we tell them all the time, good or bad, focus on the next play and continue to play because you're not a winner or loser until the clock strikes zero. Coach, uh, do you think, and I'm sure you probably had conversations with your team before the game saying don't underestimate this Warren County team because obviously they're going to have a lot of athletes, but do you think it may have surprised them a little bit in the first half to be trailing to Warren County? I mean, no, because like I said, that's not what we focus on. You know, we don't disrespect any opponent no matter how good or how bad they were the year before. The week before, if they beat us 10 years in a row or if we beat them 10 years in a row, you know, they are still teenagers, but, you know, our focus is talking to them, you know, make sure that you do your job Monday through Thursday so that you can take care of Friday. And like I said, we, we did a lot of things good, but the mistakes that we made, you know, it it, it, it really wasn't good for us. It it put us in situations to where, you know, we had the, we had that type of ball game. They're definitely improved, and not get me wrong, but, uh, you know, there were mistakes on both ends of it. I mean, like I said, we're fortunate to come away with the win, but it very easily could have went their way also. Coach, take me through practice this week. You've mentioned some of the mistakes. You guys are uh, fortunate to get back and get the win in that one like you had mentioned. But what are some of those mistakes that you guys are really keen in on in practice to be better for week number two? Well, you know, in that first game, you know, you, are, you always are – 
you know, those things kind of creep up on you. But, uh, you know, we uh, we had two extra points that we didn't get to snap down, and then we missed a two-point conversion. So there's four points right there. Uh, we were very fortunate that they snapped a, a punt through the back of the end zone and gave us a safety uh, to kind of keep us from having to chase points. But, you know, every point is precious. Every snap is precious. So we've got to make sure that, uh, you know, we execute 100% all the time. And, and on the two-point conversion, the guy that just scored the touchdown, uh, you know, he didn't go back out there on offense. We played the snap with 10 guys. You know, so just making sure that they understand, yeah, good or bad, no matter what happened in that play, it's always about the next one. There'll be a time to celebrate and all that kind of stuff. And we want them to enjoy their success, you know, that they have on the field. But we've got to make sure that we're locked in mentally for each and every snap and who's supposed to be on the field should be there. You know, execution-wise, uh, you know, again, we did a lot of things well. Uh, but even if we, you know, beat a team 30 points, there's always going to be things that we want to do better. And that's part of how we define Tiger Pride is just, you know, being better your next opportunity. And that started yesterday when we started practice. And we want to continue to that through the week so that we're playing our best ball on Friday. We're talking with head coach Steve Trapp of the DeKalb County Tigers right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, when we had talked in our preview interview, previewing your guys' season, you had mentioned how preparation was kind of a big focus in the offseason. How did you feel the preparation went last week ahead of week number one getting ready for that Warren County game? Well, I think our guys did a really good job. Like I said, the uh, you know the jamborees and the scrimmages. I mean, you definitely prepare, but it's a little different once you get into the season. So, you know, just the way that we break everything down as coaches is different, also. So, you know, just you know, hats off to all my coaches and my assistant coaches did a great job of putting the plan together. I mean, we had two kickoff returns, so special teams uh, was really good. Our kickoff coverage was really good. Uh, like I said, we had a little faux pas there in our extra points. Uh, but like I said, as far as preparation goes, as far as offensively and defensively and the way the kids bought into it, you know, I was pretty pleased with that. And they played extremely hard and they kept their mindset throughout the whole time of just playing. Um, I mean, right, you know, we go down 14 because they kick off to us and we fumble the kickoff. I mean, we don't, we, we, it touches our hand and then they recover it inside the 20 yard line. And so they get a quick score and, you know, that we go down 14. So, uh, at that moment there, I had the thought that, you know, our, these guys could kindly fold right here because they've already battled back through a couple mistakes. But, uh, you know, our defense come out, got a three and out. We got a good punt return. We got short field and then ended up scoring twice and then uh, going for two to win the game. Uh, you know, so I'm just really proud of our guys and how they played. Coach, let's turn the focus to Smith County. You're going on the road to a really good Smith County team this week. They just took down another really good team in Gornsville this past Saturday, 27-7. to Beat them last year, but what do you know about the Owls this year? Well, I mean, it's a lot. It's, the majority of the guys that's on the field are the same names that were on the field last year. So they've got a football team with a lot of experience, and you know they just kept getting better and better last year week by week and uh, you know had a really successful season. And you know, they started off this year in the same fashion, so it's a very quality opponent. Uh, you know, we played Smith County for numerous years through here, so, you know, we're expecting, a, you know, a brawl, you know, just a battle, a good football game and, you know, a physical football game, and, you know, you got to be prepared and you got to be ready to go for these types of games. Coach, lastly, uh, week number one, taking on Warren County. Week two here, taking on Smith County before you then get into region play coming up in week three. And I don't want to look ahead to that region play, but I do want to ask, how do you hope that these first two weeks prepare your guys for region play, playing such such tough competition? 
Well, just, you know, helping them to buy in even more so to the mindset that every play and every rep is precious and it's not just Friday night deals. So, uh, that you got to take care of Monday through Thursday before you can take care of Friday in a great way and just continue that preparation and that work and see what it does for you when you do it right. You know, there's a lot of, you know, watching film with them yesterday, you just got to remind them that, hey, guys, there's, you know, there, yes, there's a lot of plays where we can put you on a pedestal and show you how well you did, but that's not what this is about. It's about, you know, looking at our mistakes and our shortcomings and learning from them and getting better, and then how our mindset through practice through the week can help that, uh, and then just hopefully be as clean as we possibly can each and every week, leading into region play or whatever game it may be. Head coach Steve Trapp with the DeKalb County Tigers right here on the high school playbook. 1-0 on the season, getting ready to take on Smith County on the road coming up on Friday. Coach Tor- Coach Trapp, we appreciate the time as always. I appreciate it. Thank you. Welcome back on the high school playbook. Joined now by head coach Mark Frazier of the White County Warriors football program. Coach, big win over Livingston last Friday, 48-0. What did you think of the team's performance in that ball game? Well, you know, it's, it was a good opener for us. Um, Livingston's a rivalry game. Um, you know, they, they've had a rough couple of years, uh, you know, but it, it was still a big win for us to come out. We did some things I liked. I, I, we didn't turn the ball over. That's something we've really discussed a lot in this camp in the in the spring to try to do a little bit better job with ball security and didn't have very many penalties. So, um, you know, as far as, as all that goes for the first game, I, I was I was pleased. So it was good to get a win. We obviously got a lot of things we got to clean up, but. It was uh, it was a good start. I was kind of going through the good things for you guys in that game. Special teams obviously made some really good things happen. Of course, Malachi had a great game. Trip really played well, and then you had Owen Adams on the defensive side of the ball. If you're if you were able to pick out one or two things throughout that game, and it doesn't have to be a player, but it could be just a part of the game. What were you most excited about in the win? Well, uh, you know, I, I was very. You mentioned special teams. That's something that we, uh, to me, turnovers and special teams probably cost us at least two games and maybe more than that last season so we've been really trying to do a better job there so thought we did a really good job we we only punted one time but it was a good good you know we, we had about a 40 yard punt there and then our extra points uh which is a, it's kind of a funny story our, our kicker who's also our linebacker hurt his back last week so we really didn't have a kicker so we, we got a got a kid that's kind of just been on the team a soccer player <laughs> Talked him into kicking, and we went six for seven extra points, which I was really shocked at that. So that was one of those things we're excited when you get a kid out to do that here last second. So um, uh, happy with special teams. I thought we did a really good job running to the football and defense. Uh, we, we had some issues there on defense we got to clean up, but the effort was there. Uh, and then offensively, the same thing. We've definitely got some things to clean up. But the, the effort was what we were looking for, and like I said, lack of mistakes was, was, a, was a positive to build on. I wanted to ask you, too, I mean, just from my vantage point of looking at that game, it seems like the only bad thing on your guys' side were some of the penalties, but you had mentioned how there weren't that many. In the grand scheme of things, there weren't too many of them throughout the ball game. If you were able to nitpick on a couple of things, what were those couple of things that you'd like to see be a little bit better in Week 2? Well, you know, we talked to Owen. Owen had a spectacular game there in safety, but he did get a 15-yarder. He had a guy laid out of bounds, which... You know, you walk that fine line. He's a very aggressive player. You don't want to take that from him, but we just got to know to play between the lines and between the whistles. And, you know, we did have, a, you know, a couple of substitution things that we had to try to get cleaned up. So, I mean, look, we I could nitpick a lot if you want me to. I can, <laughs> we, as a coach, you can find a lot of things that you, you didn't do well. But, 
but overall, being game one, I think that, you know, it was a pretty positive thing. Uh, you know, a lot of positives to come out of things that we can build on. We're talking with head coach Mark Frazier of the White County Warriors football program right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. 1-0 already on the season, beating Livingston last week. And coach, uh, you get Warren County coming up on Friday, and this is another team that struggled last year, but they've already shown that they are much improved this year, losing to DeKalb County by just one point, and we're leading by 14 late in that ball game. Let's turn the focus to there. You guys in practice this week, what are you focusing in on in practice to get ready for the Pioneers coming up on Friday? Well, you know, they're a really big team up front, uh, both sides of the football. Probably should have won that game last week. They, they fumbled a snap on a punt uh, in the end zone and had a kickoff return uh, against them. So probably should have won the game last week. Um, got two really good athletes, a linebacker slash fullback. It's, it's a, just a good athlete, big kid. Uh, and then they got a couple of tailbacks that can, can really run. So it's going to be a much uh, tougher test than we, we faced this past Friday. Um, so, uh, you know, we'll have to be on our P's and Q's to, to get it done. Coach, offensively for you guys, obviously you're going to run the ball. You have one of the best running backs in the state, if not the best running back in the state. But it looks like Tripp was throwing the ball really well. Of course, he had the deep touchdown pass to Thomas Paul throughout that game. Are you trying to open up the passing game a little bit more to create some more avenues for Malachi? Well, we've got to be able to throw it. Uh, that's one thing, you know, I've been here. This is my fourth season. We, we've really struggled throwing the football. Uh, part of that being, you know, Tripp was a freshman last year. Mm-hmm. That's a tough ask a kid to come in and start throwing it around a lot. So we worked really hard in the spring in this camp to, to be able to spread the field a little bit and to get some guys. You know, we've got some other athletes out there. We just try to get the ball to them a little bit. And Like you said, it can you know open up some things for Malik on the inside and also want to get him the ball some out there. So, uh he, he threw it really well. Had a really good game. I, I think that you know he's got some things that he can that he can do really well when he gets on the edge and, and, and can make some throws running with the football. You know, as far as sprinting out. So we definitely want to do that with him and maybe put a little more pressure on the defense so they can't focus completely on number six. Lastly, coach, what's uh, one or two things that you really want to see your team do well here in week number two? Well, playing against the wing tee, we got to be disciplined uh, on defense. I mean, if you decide to do your own thing, just uh, you know, it, it can get ugly quick. It's a it's an offense that forces you to do your job. So I hope that you know we uh, are very disciplined over there and, and play our assignments and, and don't freelance. And then you know, offensively, like I said, it's a, it's a big group. Uh, like I said, two good linebackers uh, on that side. We're going to have to be physical uh, up front to to be able to move the football. Um, the cab did a really good job against them, you know, but they throw the ball around. That's not really our MO. So, you know, we definitely want to throw it some, but uh, we're going to have to be able to run the football to be successful. So hopefully our offensive line's up to the challenge and, uh, and we'll see how it comes out. Head coach Mark Frazier with the White County Warriors right here on the high school playbook 1-0 on the season, getting ready to take on the Warren County Pioneers coming up on Friday. Coach Frazier, we appreciate the time as always. Hey, thank you. Week 2 features some tasty matchups in the Upper Cumberland. Our broadcast games will be Cookville and Livingston, which can be heard on Newstalk 94.1 and 101.9 AM 920. Upper Mint hosts Trousdale County, that game on Sports Radio 104.7. Elsewhere in the UC, Monterey visits Cumberland County, Jackson County is at York, White County hosts Warren County, DeKalb County at Smith County, and Stone Memorial at East Ridge. For a full recap with live interviews from players and coaches, tune in to the Saturday Morning High School Playbook at 9 on Rock 93.7.